This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Hi, Tim. How are you this week? Uh, did you forget how to do the intro? Yeah, again? I almost said the complete guide to anything. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this show for like eleven years. I've been, I, you know, what? Full disclosure, Tim, I'm having whiskey right now, and I'm drinking it. I haven't had whiskey in a while, and because uh, normally, like, whiskey isn't something I drink at home. Tom, I'm sure upon hearing this, somebody will go back and listen and point out. That, <laughs> oh, like, I'm not saying it. Two doesn't. weeks ago on the show, you were drinking whiskey and talking about it. Look, all right, uh, I'll be honest again. The reason why I haven't drank whiskey in a while is that, I don't know, the liquor store is like two blocks away, <laughs> whereas the supermarket that has beer is 100 feet away. So I opt for beer more often. Uh, whiskey is more of, but even when I'm, I don't keep whiskey in the house because I will drink it. Uh, so that's why I don't drink whiskey all that often. It's more of a going out type drink, but I haven't gone out, uh, in, in a long time now. Why not? Just, uh, don't feel like it. People haven't been, the phone hasn't been ringing. Yeah. Nobody's asked me out, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> There's no other explanation for it. How are you doing this week, Tom? Uh, uh, did you answer me? No, because it seemed like you had uh, an issue when you were asking me. Oh, no. I, no, just once again, I forgot how the show goes. Hmm. Uh, I'm fine, Tim. Uh, thank you for asking. Do you want me to answer how I am this week Yes. Now? Please tell me. I'm dying to know. Tom? Everybody, feeling... Everybody's screaming at their iPod right now, saying, we want to know how Tim's doing. And they got their Zoom right up to their face, and they're screaming into it. How is Tim doing this week? And But they're mostly thinking, when am I going to get some information about hiking? But that's, a, <laughs> that's coming soon. But yes. first, what we do is we talk a little bit about ourselves. <laughs> yep. And I've been feeling very reflective lately, oh. and I want to um, talk about some of my thoughts. Oh, Christ. All right. About my fandom, Tom. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Tom, what about 
you're known as the guy out of the two of us who's uh-huh. like uh fun you're and into smart. stuff yeah no, you're 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 into like comic book movies and stuff and like back to the future and video games you're in these these fandom cultures and like sometimes when like a woman writes one of the comic books or directs one of the movies. You get angry and vocal about it on the internet. Or, you know, when you're threatened, um, you feel like you're standing as a white man is, is, is being encroached upon. You, you freak out, right? No, that's categorically untrue, but continue. But you're known as the guy who's like, you know, you, you're into stuff. You're into fandom. Right, yeah, you're I have into that fan I culture. Have, I have int- I'm not into fan culture, but I have interests. I do like pop culture entertainment. Yeah, and I do too. Right? I I don't know. You tell me. It sounds like um, you're setting yourself up to be like, I'm more of a learned man. I sit in the library and read the dictionary. No, I don't sit in the library and read. The- I have my own dictionary. First of all, it's called the internet. It's on my phone. I smoke cigars. That's cool. I was uh, pumping gas the other day. and While smoking they- a cigar? <laughs> yeah. I, I live on the edge. And cool. you know all the, the, the gas pumps now? They have televisions in them? Mm-hmm. That's uh, how you keep up on current events, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the only place I get my news. And it started... First off... The ad ca- the ads don't come on until you start pumping your gas, or the TV doesn't come on until you start pumping your gas. When so it you're no- like, come on, pump, pump already. <laughs> I want to be entertained. I, I mean, I walk to the gas station. I'm just pumping gas onto the ground into the <laughs> right garbage to the storm drain into the garbage can next to the gas uh, pump. And I know I have a limited amount of time before somebody comes out screaming at me for doing that. Yeah. No, I started pumping gas. The TV doesn't come on, and it came on and scared the shit out of me because it was right next to my ear, and it's like, hi, welcome. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a man here. There wasn't a man there. It was just a television. But they had the I ga- like when they're like, welcome back to gas TV. <laughs> yeah. Like it's something that you're you're interested in watching. Well, I've been calling my cable provider asking why they don't carry gas TV. But... um. It came on and it was like uh, uh, a segment came on the gas. The I don't know what they called it. They didn't call it this, but it was essentially the gas pump word of the day. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's see what this is. How smart could a gas pump be? And I forget what the word was, but it was a word I had never heard of before. And I was pretty impressed. Wow, you learned something <laughs> at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. How often can you say that? Yeah, I'm, I'm always impressed with uh, how hyper targeted the i guess i shouldn't be impressed but the ads are always like it's not like drink coca-cola sometimes it's like drink coca-cola but sometimes it's like hey get two hot dogs and a trip through the car wash for eight dollars it's like oh cool i can do that right over there you're impressed by that tim what else would they be advertising coca-cola all right Cigarettes. I want to talk about the Muppets, Tom. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. That's why you were talking about fandoms. Yeah. And that is that is a, a, a known fandom of your fandom. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a mistake that I ever said I was into the Muppets. I mean, you've said it 
maybe a million times and then you've told stories about going to like Muppet museums and, and things like that. So it's not like one singular mistake you ever made. Right. No, but I think I think I've been misrepresenting it my whole life. And and I figured out how and why. Okay. I appreciate the craft of the Muppets. <laughs> I think Oh I think, no. You're uh are you a Muppets hipster? <laughs> like no. look, I don't like the Muppets. I just appreciate the craft that was put into them. No, and I like the early movies, I think a lot because of for for nostalgic reasons, right? A, a thing you frequently rail against other people for having N- nostalgia. Yes. Oh no, I am I am a sucker for nostalgia plays. I wish I could live in the nineties, Tom. If I could go back to the nineties and live there, um, I would I would take it in a heartbeat. Also, we could go outside in the nineties and <laughs> congregate with people. Yeah. And uh, you'd be able to invest in Yahoo. Yeah, I remember that was that was uh, the movie Frequency, starring um, what's his name? Uh, One of the uh, Jeffs or something? No, yeah, maybe uh, Meg Ryan's ex husband, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Uh, Frequency seems like he could be a Jeff. uh, Frequency, starring Dennis Quaid. At the very end, uh, I forget how it happens, but they uh, there's a joke because it involves like time travel a bit. And one character tells another character, here's a little tip. Invest in Yahoo. (laughs) And I imagine that person calling back. Oh, but sell it in 1998. (laughs) I forgot that part. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be worse off than when you started. (laughs) Um, no, uh, here's the thing that I realized. I don't like Muppet lore. (laughs) I don't need lore in my Muppets. I don't need to, I don't need relationships between the characters to, to carry over. I think the Muppets are great as a vaudeville act. Tim, I've seen a lot of those, uh, files on your computer and I think, uh, you do seem to have an interest in the relationships between the Muppets. What are you talking about? Uh, you know the the you know the files those tumblers those Tumblr blogs you follow. That that uh, that doesn't sound like me. All right. Um, but all right. So there was like movies and TV shows recently, right? Uh-huh. Where it's like Kermit was depressed in the movie <laughs> because like yeah. all the Muppets, the, the Muppets became failures. Right. And so they had to like close their theater and then they all like had different lives and <laughs> Kermit lived alone in a mansion because all of his friends were gone. And then somebody like Jason Siegel had to come cheer him up. I don't want to see that. I want to see Kermit uh, surrounded by mayhem being like, what's going on here, guys? You don't need Kermit to be Citizen Kane. Yeah. I don't need Kermit and Miss Piggy like, oh, will they or won't they? They were (laughs) married or divorced. I don't want uh, people are like, and then then, because then you get into the like everybody like uh, hacky stand up comedy is like. That's gross that a pig and a frog are having sex or whatever, right? Like, we right. shouldn't be but, thinking about that. And you're that. arguing that's perfectly normal. And, it's and normal you can in enjoy... the case of, of, a, of a comedy sketch, yeah, and, and in it's a variety also, show. And it's normal to enjoy fan art that depicts how these things might happen. 
behind closed doors. That's what you're saying. I, I don't enjoy that art, but I respect the craft. I, I expect the craftsmanship of, of the artists yeah. that create that art. Yeah, but like I'm not I'm not buying into the storyline behind that art. But you have bought a few pieces of original art. Again, I'm supporting craftsmen and craftswomen, Tom. I've seen these pieces of art, Tim, and I gotta be honest. I think they're just printouts. I think the these people are these Tumblr people. They're just printing these things out and selling them to you at an exorbitant fee. I don't think that they're actually. It's not oil it's found on canvas. Art. It's outsider art, Tom. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway. I, I agree with you that I don't think the Muppets need a story. That That's kind of what makes them so much fun. Not only that, not only do they not need it, I think it's detrimental yes. when there is one. There, yeah. You shouldn't think hard about it. It should just right. be little vignettes of crazy things happening with wacky characters. The more you think about their interpersonal <laughs> relationships, the less sense it makes. And right. that's okay, because it's just a bunch of goofball shit happening. The extent of the story should be, or the plot, is we have to put on a show tonight. <laughs> exactly. and, and what's going to happen? I didn't realize, I was looking on, on your Disney Plus account earlier, uh, mm-hmm. today actually, that the original Muppet Babies is still not on there, mm-hmm. but that there are like three different Muppet Baby shows. I knew there was a computer animated one, but I didn't know there's like a live action Muppet Baby show with like baby Muppets, baby Muppet Baby Muppets, puppets, puppets. Yeah, really physical I didn't puppets. Know that. Yeah, is it new? Uh, 2018, I think it it was. So not super mm. new. Is it in English? I believe so. It's I didn't not some watch weird it. German see. production? <laughs> nah, who knows? I don't think so. I think yeah. Disney keeps most of the Muppet stuff fairly uh, uh, in line lately. Not to say English is in line. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Tom? I don't know. There's English only Muppets, and then they translate it to other languages. I don't think there are any foreign language Muppet production originals. Okay. But what would be wrong with that, Tom? Tim, this week we're talking about hiking. A uh, couple outdoorsmen talking I, about the outdoors. Well, Nothing I went, wrong with that. I went hiking uh, this past week. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, for my birthday, which is back in April, April 24th, if people want to send gifts next year. Tom, can um, you quit milking your birthday? It was months ago. <laughs> it's my it's my birthday half year. It was four months ago. <laughs> uh, it's my third birthday. She had uh, uh, got me a, a gift certificate to stay in a, like a tiny house in the woods, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I didn't realize until later part of the deal was she had to come with me. I couldn't just go there on my own. So in a way, it was kind of a present to her as well, getting to spend a weekend with me in a very tiny home. Tom, uh, if she ever listened to this show, which I'm sure she does not, she would beat the shit out of you for saying that. <laughs> um, so we went to this tiny house in the woods. It was great. I really liked it. I posted about it online, and uh, a few people, I don't know if they accused me, but they questioned me on Instagram 
they're like, oh, is this, did, did they do, did they pay for this? Did they, is this like a sponsored post? I'm like, no, it's not a sponsored post. And to Tom, even, no, hold on, Tom. What? The reason why people questioned if it was a sponsored post is because you tagged the company that you rented the, the tiny house from. So that'd be like me being like, Hey, spending the weekend in Atlanta. Love my at Marriott Hotels hotel room. Man, they do great work here at Marriott Hotels. I like to tag people. I like to give people credit. And to my credit, they recently commented on my post, and I'm not even going to mention their name, to prove my journalistic integrity. And they were like, this is great. We're so happy. Can we use this at our marketing? Nah, you can't use it in your marketing. Tommy doesn't come for free, pal. But did you grant that company permission to use it in their marketing? No, I didn't. Did you say no or did you just ignore them? I just ignored them, which is the no. same as a no. I'll, You know what? After the episode's over, I'll say no to them. <laughs> Do it right now so we can all see. Call them up. No, people, look, it's not, a, Tim, I've had to explain to you, I don't know how many times over the years, this is not going alive over the radio. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't matter if I do it now. I'll do it later. Full disclosure, I'll forget to do it later. I'm already fairly drunk, so no promises. We can all tell, Tom. But they haven't, they haven't gotten permission. Anyway, went on this trip. It was nice. Got to be outdoors. Got to make a fire. You know how love how much I love making fires. Boy, let me tell you, the fire I made the second night it was touch and go. It was it was a real dicey fire situation, but I pulled through and made a fire that was dangerously big in the end. Yeah, I feel like you like making fires, mm-hmm. but I feel like you also don't completely understand how to make a fire so you're relearning every time and there's also a lot of danger involved because you don't know the proper precautions to take when making a fire no i know the precautions don't put your hand in the fire and i know how to make a fire it's just sometimes some i get cocky that's my problem i get too cocky with the fires they're like this fire is roaring let me throw a bunch of stuff on it and then it's like, oh, the fire's going out. I threw too much on it. The fire's gotten so big that it's reaching the leaves <laughs> on the trees overhead. Well, that's fine. Uh, also, I bought some uh, firewood from just like a guy's yard. That was fun. I like doing that. Did you have to interact with the guy or did you just leave money? Yep, that I just had to leave money. So that was my favorite part of it. I just had to put money in a coffee can. Did you shortchange him? No, I didn't shortchange him. And that's how every business should work. Just put money in the coffee can. Yeah. You don't like... you. You. I'm surprised you're not thriving in our current reality more than you are. <laughs> um, just because it seems like everything you're... Everything that you have tried to... Uh, implement in your life Uh is to have as little interaction with other humans as possible yeah uh sorry for being a millennial tim um i think uh i like my generation the zennials 
<laughs> we just don't we don't uh we don't really understand that we, we we like human interaction no gen z we don't like human interaction right no they want to just live in cyberspace they want to live inside their tiktoks yeah they want to put on a pair of vr glasses and be done with it yeah um virtual reality i mean who's saying i'm not thriving right now tim I mean, I'm looking at you. I get, I got eyes on you week after week. Look, Tim. Nobody can cut my hair. I have to cut my own hair. So th- I that think has... your hair is is looking great, actually. All right. Well, well, then I don't know what else you could be referring to. It's all, boils I mean... all over your face. So one of the the things being outdoors in a tiny house is uh, you get to go on hikes. I mean, you don't get to. I planned a hike, and we went on a hike. Now, Tom, let me just, in an effort to point out how you bully me sometimes, Uh if I had said the benefit of being outdoors in a tiny house, Mm -hmm. you would have interrupted me to say that you cannot be outdoors and in a tiny house by definition. (sighs) Right. Uh And then you'd call me like an idiot or something. Uh Uh-huh. So you wanted to point that out because you're not doing that, but I'm in not, a, this is in what a way you, you are doing this that. This is what you would say if if I had said something. No, I would have let stupid. I would have let you continue your story. I wouldn't have interrupted you. You would have in interrupted a very me rude way. You would have interrupted me earlier than I interrupted you. I let you finish the story. Well, the, the in a way, that's least. a lot more rude because then I'm just wasting my breath. So. We went on a hike. Uh, well, I was going to say in a tiny house, I don't know, there's not much to do. It's tiny. So we went on a hike and uh, I was reminded of I went on a hike actually not too long ago, like when I, I guess a few months ago when COVID- in the tiny house. Did you keep saying like this tiny house is especially challenging for me, <laughs> a man of my stature? <laughs> I kept, a man as tall as I am. Like, I, I understand normal people will be like, actually, this is a this is a pretty good sized house. But me, I'm really I'm really feeling like uh, this is this is a ridiculously small house. I kept intentionally bumping my head into things. Uh, the only problem with the tiny house was the refrigerator was not good. Not a good fridge. Uh, didn't did, keep things cold. Uh, it kept things cold. Let me ask you this. Were you shutting the door of the refrigerator? Yeah. Except when it was hot and then I keep the door open. Yeah. To cool me off. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it just wasn't a very cold. It was a cool looking fridge. And that was the thing I was looking. It was a Daewoo. But it looked like a uh, like an old timey like 50s style fridge. Uh, And I was like, this fridge looks really cool. That is Definitely the only thing that they bought this base on because this fridge is taking forever to get things cold. And then when it gets them cold, it's not that cold. Mm. So anyway. Daewoo. So you're you're besmirching the name of the Daewoo Corporation. Yeah, in a you way. Will not, you will not tag them on Instagram and say, <laughs> I really enjoy the ice cold beverages that came out of my hashtag Daewoo vintage fridge. Hashtag vintage fridge. If I had a picture of that Daewoo fridge, Tim, I would post it on Instagram and say this fridge is no good. Hashtag 
a tag, not even a hashtag, a straight up tag, Daewoo. Daewoo <laughs> USA, probably, something like that. Anyway. It's a bold claim for see, someone who purportedly what? does not have pic- a picture of this Daewoo refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I didn't take a picture of all the individual appliances in this tiny house. Uh, they, the, so because it's a tiny house, there's not that much to do. So we went for a hike and the hike was great. We had to drive uh, a decent ways to get to a nice hiking place. But then we went on a hike, Tim, at the, like, where you, along the way of this hike, you're going along a cliff. And from the cliff, you could see five states. That's 10% of the states. When you put it that way, that sounds like a lot of states. Yeah, there, it was a lot of states. To see it once, how many states have you ever seen at once? Probably just one, maybe two. Right. This, I could see five. You've seen two. I'll give you that. You've seen two. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 I've been over the border of a state. <laughs> right. And you could turn around and see the other one still. Yeah. But here's what I'm saying, Tom. Mm-hmm. It's not like the the lines were, it wasn't like you were looking at a, a map where it's like each state was a different color. How right. do you know that you were looking at different states? Well, some, some old man probably just told you that. No, it went, wasn't an old man. It was a website. Then went laughing to the, the rest of the other uh, freaking winos or drunks <laughs> at the bar being like, ah, I, I fooled another of these tourists things you can see five states i bet he'll brag about it he'll post about it online and then uh brag about it on his podcast and then they all had a good laugh about that hey as long as we get a new listener tim i'm all for it and it sounds like by your story a few new listeners all these bar flies i don't think they're gonna i don't think they know how to access the internet (laughs) wow um I could tell it was five states because I could see the Hudson River, which you might be familiar with. So I could see over that. And then I was looking at my Maps app and I was looking at what I was looking at as far as mountain ranges are concerned. And I could tell it was five states. What states? New York. New York. Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Vermont, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. Hmm. That's what I could see. So you were in the Northeast. No, I think I could see New Jersey and not New Hampshire, maybe. I don't know. I could see... I could, I could probably see all the way to Maine if you want to be technical about it. Well, that's just because your eyes are better than normal people's eyes. And also you were taller eyes. than everybody else around. Yeah, so A I person could, of normal height would only be able to see to New Hampshire. Yeah. Or to Vermont. Uh, but, but that was only part of the enjoyment. A lot of the enjoyment was just the pure act of hiking, um, which I was, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, hike, what makes hiking hiking? And I looked it up. Hiking is a long and vigorous walk in the countryside, but it is mostly, I didn't know this, mostly, an American term or not, maybe not mostly an American term. But in other countries, they don't necessarily refer to it as hiking. A lot of countries, they just refer to it as walking, which is kind of all it is. Yeah, it depends. What makes hiking, what's the appeal of hiking? 
like the way that we're talking about hiking, mm-hmm. and I think the way that we've traditionally gone on hikes is you go to a trailhead in in the woods and and you follow a trail through the woods, right? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like walking you know, th- through the suburbs is technically, I guess, by your definition, a hike. No, because I said through the countryside. But what does that mean? What? How do you define the countryside? Not the suburbs and not an urban area, not the city. Why not? Because that's not hiking. That's just walking. But it has to be in nature, in nature, Tim. But is a field nature? Yeah, you can go on a hike in a field. But what if what if it's it's like a it, it was previously you know it was it was cleared of all its trees. And it's it's on somebody's property, and it's uh, would hiking through like a cornfield be hiking? Yeah, uh, mm, I think that would be a walk in the cornfield because remi- uh, if I can remind you, it has to be long and vigorous. I would say, I w- you know what? I would say a field or a cornfield would not apply. It has to be. An area that, aside from the trail, maybe has been mostly untouched by man. Okay, I think I think you're making your own definition up here, but no, that's I'm okay. trying to clarify no, that's okay, for Tom. you, no, that, a dummy who doesn't understand what the term countryside means. Well, you and can't define like, well, countryside. If, well, what if I'm in uh, the Meadowlands and I'm uh, walking across, uh, you know, the field where the giants play? Is that a hike? It's like Is it? No, it's not a hike, Tim. That's what Then I'm why to do s- they say hut hut hike? Oh, that is <laughs> You know what? You got me there. That's a very good point. I it's guess right that in the is name, I you jackass. Hut hut, let's take a hike. Yeah. And that's what they do. And it is long and vi- a long and vigorous walk could could describe uh, American football for sure. Yeah. That's why they call it uh uh, a football game is a gentleman's hike. Uh, in New Zealand, they call it tramping. Yeah, I bet they do. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever, uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to... Tell people you hate them or you love them or you, uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I a lot of things. love second. And then the treasure, that's also The positive. treasure is the, is the wild card. We, it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big, uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's, uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just, uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash CompleteGuide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash CompleteGuide. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Tim, the idea of hiking is, uh, I guess it's not somewhat new. It's like uh, 250 years old. But before, before. That was just life. Well, yeah, the idea of, uh, I'm getting this from the Wikipedia page about hiking, the idea of taking a walk. <laughs> the, the research <laughs> that we're known for. The idea of taking a walk in the countryside for pleasure developed in the 18th century and arose because of changing attitudes to the landscape and nature associated with the romantic movement. In earlier times, walking generally indicated poverty and was also associated with vagrancy. Yeah, people, you know, vagrants, I guess, don't have cars. They got to walk around. Well, in the 18th century, Tim, I don't think anybody had a car. What are you talking about? Really? Yeah. That's how poor they all were? (laughs) No, Tim, it wasn't just because they were poor. It's because nobody had thought up uh, the steering wheel yet. Ah. They had the idea, but it was like, well, how are we going to drive one of these things? Yeah. It'll just go wherever it feels like, wherever the wind blows it. Yeah. So it was like... stupid. uh, It wasn't until later, well, after that, um, that was like when it started, but then like uh, people like uh, Henry David Thoreau, they really uh, uh, popularized the idea of like just going for a a long, vigorous walk in the woods just for the Mm -hmm. sake not because you need to get anywhere necessarily, although sometimes you can hike from one destination to another. But, you know, Why just... are you talking to me like I'm an idiot? Yeah, I know that. <laughs> but just being in the woods. Tim, would you ever hike the Appalachian Trail? Um, I thought about it. I really... I, I At this point, I don't think I'll have the opportunity to just walk away from my life for like three months and do that. Yeah. Um, but at one point... I did want to, uh-huh. um, and then I read uh, the Bill Bryson book, A Walk in the Woods. Do you know about that book? No, I don't. He walked, it was him setting out, he's an author. <laughs> he walked in the woods. He he set out to walk the Appalachian Trail, uh-huh. and he just made it sound really annoying. <laughs> um, in what way? I think, uh, Tom, you and I have been hiking before together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been on camping trips where uh, I think you and I were probably the least experienced hikers um, on all these trips that we went on, right? Yeah, but not by like a huge amount. Like, I don't think any of the people we were with are like super hikers. Sean is. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. For the listener. He was much better at it than everybody else. For the listener, there's this guy, Sean. And he was good at hiking. He still is good at hiking, presumably. And he was with us. Who knows? He might have uh, had an accident and forgot. But we all went um, to... Also, to be clear, to be Funny good at... joke, Tom, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be good at hiking, 
You don't necessarily need to know anything. You just need to be in good shape. You need Not to know some things. Yeah, I, w- Sean was better at hiking than all of us because he was in better shape than all of us. Not necessarily because he knew more. He, but no, he did he, also know more. <laughs> he had been, he knew more about trails and like following trails. Like I uh, knew, let's follow the trail. I never once said, let's go off the beaten path. Even but, though in regular life, that's something I'm always saying. Let's go off the beaten path. Let's think outside the box on this one, guys. Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's change up the paradigm here. Yeah, I'm thought of as a thought leader in a lot of circles. You're known as a changerpreneur in some <laughs> hey, circles. Your words, not mine. Um, no, I mean, there's there's stuff you can like. You, there, there's more intense hiking than just walking around in on a on the, in like, a cornfield. Yeah, or in the meadowlands, <laughs> or around the suburbs. No, but there, there's there's wildlife that you encounter. Um, there's there's sometimes there's yeah, yeah there are trails where you need to scramble up some rocks. Yeah, and and do stuff, and and those are skills that you can build and knowledge that right that. that you can't. It's not just like if you can walk around, you'll you're just as good as anybody who's ever hiked. Oh yeah, no, for sure. But I, I just want to be clear that I still think the biggest reason he was much better at hiking than everybody else was that he was in the best shape. Yeah, and that was also from hiking a lot. <laughs> yes, sure. Now here's the thing: we all went to Yosemite. Uh huh. A few years ago now. Three years ago, I think it's... Yeah. And we were going to... No, I'm not sorry. Just... It's coming up on four years now. Wow, Tom. Yeah. I'm sure the listener really cares. Tom, Jesus Christ. They just want to get the time. timeline right. Yeah, but you're wasting everybody's time by, by harping on this timeline. Now we spent 30 seconds talking about whether it was three years ago, whether it was four years ago, and, and now we don't even know. We don't even have a we don't even have a firm. No, answer. I told you that it is four years ago, Tim. Yeah, it's but about that's being four, questioned by all up, sorts of people. It's coming point. up on four years. It's not four years yet. It'll be four but years t- in October. Some people say it was between three and four years ago, but nobody that, knows for sure. But leaning close, I know for sure it's about four years ago. So we were going to not just hike. We were going on a backpacking trip. We we had yeah. set up camp, but then we were taking all our stuff with us. Yeah, so backpacking is a little different than hiking. Backpacking means you've, you've got in your backpack everything you need to at least stay one night overnight in the woods and, like, not necessarily in a campground. I guess sometimes, I guess if you're hiking something like the Appalachian Trail, sometimes you are staying in campgrounds and that would still be considered backpacking. But that's a more extensive thing. This, we were not going to be uh, going, we were not, we were hiking to somewhere where we were going to stay overnight where we were going to be miles from civilization and, yeah. uh, and other people. And where you would have to carry all of your stuff with you. Yeah. Essentially, which is what backpacking is. Tent, sleeping bag, water, food, all that stuff. Yeah. And about 
eight minutes into backpack <laughs> or my first backpacking trip, uh-huh. I realized I hate backpacking. Whereas I like a hike. I think yeah. I think it's nice. At some point after I don't know the thirty-five minute mark on a hike, I'm like, when is this hike going to be over? But <laughs> it's still not like I need it to be over. I can I can I can be out for an hour and a half and and still yeah come away saying that was a nice hike. Right. You're not but, regretting the time. Right. But very quickly into backpacking, <laughs> I was just like, this sucks. I have to carry all this stuff with me. I'm afraid that a bear's going to come. And there's so much uncertainty. And, and what I'm doing is going further and further into the wilderness. Um, so getting out yes. will take longer and longer. And I already hate carrying all this stuff with me. And I'm still on the way in. Every every step I take is uh, <laughs> is another away. is another step that I have to take to get back uh, when when I'm finally done with this nightmare, um, and I just hated it. So and that was before we were even out of the parking lot. You were arguing we should just camp in the parking lot. I mean, we weren't far from the par- parking lot when I realized, oh shit, I hate this. Tom looks like he's and, and I'm a, I'm on the verge of dying. Tom looks <laughs> like he's on the verge of dying as well. <laughs> and we're with other experienced more experienced hikers and backpackers there. Yeah. We're going to have to ruin their good time. We're not going to be backpacking today. We're not going to spend the night camping the on this trail. Yeah. yeah. And it took everybody else a couple hours to to fully <laughs> to realize that. And because I didn't want to be the one to say we can't do this, so I was just like, I'll just wait for them to realize like we can't bring these guys along on this; they'll die (laughs) out here. Well, I don't even think it was that. It was, and then when they finally said it, I was like, Oh no, no! I'm really into it. I can do it. Well, the trail we were on too, it became clear that the pace we were going at wasn't a lot of the pace, but by. But especially the time we got started, we got started so late in the day. It was like, oh, if we go down the path that will eventually lead to overnight backpacking, we're going to be hiking until 10 o'clock at night. We're going to be hiking in the dark, which you should not be doing. Uh, That's a bad idea. Let's not do that. Yeah. So instead we went on a... also, the reason we were on that pace was almost entirely because of me and you. Um, <laughs> we could not keep up with the pace, the agreed upon pace. Right. Well, but I still think it was like we would have been cutting it close, but then, pre- yeah, pretty quickly in, it was okay. The, the, no, there's absolutely no way we would we would make that place by three a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then instead, we just went on a day hike with so much weight on us the entire time. Yeah. It was so horrible. Why- I, I completely, I will say that that's something I will chalk up to experience, that I completely underestimated how much having a lot of weight on my back would affect how hard hiking would be, which I know in retrospect, it seems real stupid. But let me tell you. I am very stupid, and yeah, I didn't realize it. Yeah. So um, about, you know, again, probably eight minutes into that hike is when I realized 
I am never going to hike the Appalachian Trail. And I. No. It was something I really wanted to do. And then suddenly I was like, no, I didn't want to do that. For some reason, I thought I wanted to do that. But thinking about what that action, I want to have done it, I yeah, think. Yeah, right. Somebody I know of, not not somebody I know personally, but a, a friend of a friend, um, did the whole like quitting their job thing to hike the Appalachian Trail. Quit their job as they were like preparing for the Appalachian Trail. Left his wife. <laughs> no, Tim, it was a woman. Woman can women can hike too, which I know you you claim isn't possible, but it is. Guess what, dickhead? Women could have wives too. Oh. <laughs> but what you didn't realize, Tim, was that both of them were doctors the entire time. Um the this person quit quit their job, got all prepared, and then COVID happened. So it's like, oh shit, I can't do this now. What? That's the perfect time to do that. Well, no, because I think they they closed down the trail. Even that they were like, what? Yeah, because it was like, look, we don't want people. This was when it was like real, real bad. Yeah, but now is the perfect time. Well, so anyway, this person, eventually they did open everything back up when, once, it, once it became more established. Oh, being outside greatly reduces the risk and everything. Uh, so this person quit their job, waited months, and then went and I think made it two or three days before they had to like call for help and get uh, you know airlifted out of there. Which has to be, I feel so bad. I don't know this person personally, but like, oh, I feel so bad for them. That's just such a horrible, like, I think this was a thing they had been thinking about doing for years and then took the big leap and then barely, it was like, remember when Dan and Dave were trying to get into the Olympics? Yeah. Reebok? And, uh, well, who, one of them, Dave didn't make it or Dan, I don't know, one of them. It's like that. That's what it reminded me of. Nobody remembers this. <laughs> so there are these two guys. It's not important. And um, I know, I actually know of uh, a, a person that I do know that posted recently on social media about th- this person is an avid hiker. I don't know where they were hiking, but they hurt themselves. Uh, like I twisted an ankle, broken ankle. I think broken ankle. I think it was pretty bad, and had to like they they're very experienced uh, mountain climber and had like a device with a button, like an emergency button, and had to use that. And it made it it reinforced all my worst fears on that big hike, which are like there isn't a magic trolley to come get you. This isn't an amusement park. That button signals a bunch of volunteers that have to hike and carry you out. Yeah. Can you imagine having to get airlifted out? Uh, I bet the helicopter pilot's a real dick to you when you get to your destination. No, like, nope. I bet I bet they're like I cool. No, I got to ri- I got to drive a helicopter again, my they favorite could, thing. They could fly a helicopter anytime they want. It's expensive. Now they get to stick you with the bill. That's true. <laughs> You're going, they're airlifting you to the hospital. It's taking a half hour and they're doing loop the loops on the way there. <laughs> and then you get the bill for the gas at the end. 
So that was my worst fear. And especially coming back, I thought coming back from that big hike, I was like, great, we're going back. This is fine. We're going downhill. What I hadn't anticipated was that the hike was very strenuous and I was extremely out of shape was that even going downhill, my legs became unreliable. Yeah. Which was then scarier of like, oh, my legs feel like they might just give out against my will and I'm going to tumble down the rest of this mountain. But it was a lot of fun. This hike I went on. I look I look back fondly on that. Trip. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this hike I went on. I think some of the people we were with do not because they were <laughs> like, we were supposed to go backpacking and we had to stop because Tim and Tom were ridiculously out of shape. <laughs> Those city folks were out of shape. Yeah. Uh, this this hike I went on this past week was not nearly as strenuous. It was a little more strenuous than I had anticipated, but like the exact amount of strenuous where after it's done, uh, while you're on it, you're like, I kind of wish this was over, but not desperately. But then when it's done, you're like, this is done. This is great. Now I get to eat two hamburgers tonight instead of just one hamburger. So the whole thing was just a a mechanism by which to reward yourself with gluttony. Yeah, that's most of the things I do in life are just an excuse. And that won't prevent me from normal gluttony, but the gluttony feels better. It has less shame if I've done something. Yeah. All right. So, Tom, when th- there are certain things you need mm-hmm. when going on a hike, did you have these things when you and your girlfriend mm-hmm. took off to the hills of the Northeast on your hike? The Catskills, a- the Catskill Mountains. No, I don't think that's an actual mountain range, Tom. Um, hiking backpack. Did you have that with you? I did. I had my little one with a. Um, uh, uh, one of those bladders, a camelback. Did you have weather-appropriate clothing? I did, and in my bag, I had two emergency ponchos. Nice. Hiking boots? No, I wore sneakers, and they were fine for this type of hike, and I realized that I've had only a couple of pairs of hiking boots in my life, and they've always been the cheapest possible hiking boots I could find, and I should buy some nice hiking boots. I didn't realize... I was looking this up. This is insane. Weight on one's foot from socks, boots, etc. require four to six times more energy to move than the same weight on one's back. I could believe that. I mean, I guess it makes sense if I have like 10 pounds on each foot. You're lifting it up every second. Well, I was reading about this because a lot of uh, very experienced hikers now swear by like trail sneakers rather than hiking boots that that they're good enough and that weight difference uh, matters more than ankle support or sturdiness. When we... What was the the hike that we did? Clouds Rest? Yeah, in Yosemite. Yosemite. And what was that, like 12 miles round trip? Mm, I want to say like 14-ish round trip. Yeah. Um, And and we went in October, and 
Yosemite was very, very cold. It, it, I believe it was the last yeah. weekend that you were able yeah. to go on the uh, to to stay in Yosemite. But my pinky toenail fourteen point five miles round trip. Okay, so the toenail on my pinky toe. Uh huh. I don't a like a little bit. I don't longer. like where this is heading. Oh, I see. It's a, a little bit longer than I would have liked, <laughs> and around probably mile. Eight, uh-huh. I noticed, you know, because it's shoved into that boot. Yeah. It's like rubbing against my... Does mm-hmm. that toe have a name next to the pinky toe? The ring toe. Market. This little piggy went to market. This little piggy toe had roast beef. The, 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 the toe that had... The piggy that had none, that had no roast beef. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the pinky toe was rubbing a, up a, the nail on the toe. Was now, do you up think that it. piggy is vegetarian or there was just not enough roast beef left? It seemed like the way that it, the the way that it, the the tone always seemed to me was like he was this left little out. piggy had roast beef. And this, this little, little piggy, piggy had, had no. Yeah, because the other the middle piggy had all the roast beef. Yeah, or it could be like, in this little piggy was a freaking soy boy. <laughs> right, well, that might be the updated version. Yeah, um, and so like by mile eight, I was like, oh, that's a little uncomfortable. And then, you know, by mile 14, it was a full-blown emergency. I thought I would have to amputate my <laughs> left foot because of this. And I, I got back to the, the campsite, and it was freezing cold, and I took off the socks and like, just just a little bit of like friction yeah like that just and again i think the 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 toenail on that toe is longer than it was at the time like currently right and well you, probably been you usually it. grow your pinky toenail out like I'm a real to get creep in uh the guinness book of world records <laughs> and the good thing about the the COVID situation. I don't have to go out much. Right. So that thing. So I don't just, have to put shoes on a lot. Yeah. yeah. That thing's scraping against the walls uh, most exactly. of the time. Yeah, but you'll you'll be jealous when you see me on the pages <laughs> of the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> when you buy the new copy. Hey Tom. Mm-hmm. Turn to page one twenty eight. <laughs> yeah. Check out that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, you recognize it? The yeah the smallest. Anything look familiar? The smallest uh, abrasion areas when you're doing that long of a hike. Oh, I can't even imagine something like the Appalachian Trail where you're hiking for months. It's like you better have everything, I don't know, lubed up, powdered, uh, trimmed. I do feel like you would come away from with that from that with with some perspective. Oh, absolutely. I, I think, I mean, it would be life-changing. It would be uh, one of the defining moments of your life, which is why I understand why people really want to do it and people do it. I think if I had done it five to ten years ago when I wanted to do it, and when I frankly could have at that point, I could have like quit my job or right. you know, I didn't have any responsibilities really. Mm-hmm. I think I really would have come to my realization about the Muppets a lot earlier. Well, that alone would have been reason to do it then. Yeah, I would have come out and been like, I don't want, I don't think there should be lore. 
Let's keep it to vignettes. Where do you stand on... All right, I have two potentially controversial... Potentially, let's say. The first one is uh, hiking poles, using some kind of a pole to hike. Um, I am for them. Yeah. I don't, I've never used them. But again, Tom, you and I have never been on a real strenuous hike. Yeah, I thought they were kind of like, I don't know, uh, superfluous. But then while we were hiking and, uh, on this big hike and I saw people using them, I'm like, God damn, I would love a couple of poles right now. That'd be great. That would be a big help. Yeah, they could carry you. Well, they can't. You don't speak the language, but... Uh, no, you, Tim, you... I'm not talking about Polish people. I'm talking oh. about a physical pole that you hold in your hands, like a stick, a walking stick. Oh. Yeah, no, that would be good too, I guess. Yeah, but you're right. It would be a lot better if I just had a bunch of uh, Polish people They'd just probably carrying have some, me. some uh, sausages with them. <sighs> yeah. Cook up some sausages at night. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll eat a fire roasted sausage. I don't like boiled sausage. Yeah, well, great news. You're in the wilderness. <laughs> you can boil water, but it's an inefficient way to cook. Why wouldn't things. you just, why wouldn't you just fire roast it, Tom? Man, I'll tell you, one of the, uh, I love cooking over a fire, even though it's a very inconsistent, like a, an actual f- f- campfire. Mm-hmm. Very difficult cooking situation because it's real tough to gauge the the heat coming off a fire mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, but uh, we had some uh, baked beans and the beans weren't cooking quick enough. So I was like, I'm just going to put the can in the fire. And let me tell you, work to treat. Once you realize you can put things in the fire, I was making... Uh grilled cheese sandwiches for people with with uh tin foil yeah uh, just chuck it in there yeah the fire takes care of the rest it's gonna happen nothing although tom if you're mm -hmm. having trouble regulating the heat bring some cast iron with you that'll distribute the heat real oh that's true but cast iron's so heavy tim I know, and we're I'm talking car camping here. Okay. I'm not saying walk into the woods with this. <laughs> right. But a cast iron pan would be real good against a bear if you ran into a bear. If you run into a bear, Tom, mm-hmm. if it's near your campsite, if it's near where people are, yeah, you scream. Yes. You yell at it, you get everybody, you try to look bad. You try to give that bear... <laughs> you try to look bad, did you say? Yeah, you try to look like bad Tough. news. Like this this bear is like, and I thought bears were bad news. Guess what? These people are bad news. You pretend you want, you've, you've got a gun in your waistband? Yeah, you want to you give it a bad experience so it's not comfortable around people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see one out in wilderness... Yeah. Stay far the fuck away from it. Right, yeah. You don't want it to become comfortable around people. The worst thing a bear can be is comfortable around people. Yeah, because then it'll, you Steal know, your damn picnic basket. Yeah, it'll be around all the time. It and its little friend, you know, both of them wearing ties, which is... I don't know why the ranger hated them so much. Because they were stealing picnic baskets, Tim. Who cares? They're they're wild animals. I mean, that's true. Like the rangers, not if if you went to a real park ranger and said a bear stole my picnic basket, they'd be like, "That's not my problem." Yeah, and also like we tell you to 
keep your food locked up. Where yeah, the hell keep were it you? in a keep it in a bear box or a bear yeah. canister, not in a goddamn picnic basket, you idiot. Um, you know what's a thing I've never actually done on a trail? Uh, the uh, hiking made out. <laughs> I've made out on a trail, uh, <laughs> but with a bear. Uh, maybe. Remember when we were in Yosemite, they were telling us about some bear that just slaps people? Yeah. And they were like, that slappy state, you know, if you see yeah, him, it's like not a, a big deal. Yeah. It's like, what? No. He'll knock you down, but he, <laughs> right. he retracts his claws. He'll slap you so, harder than you've ever been hit with anything, but it's just uh, all in good fun. The, um... A thing that I love that I've never actually done on a hike is eat trail mix. Oh, gorp. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Gorp. Is that what uh, real hikers call it? Yeah, you don't, I don't know about like, gorp. I don't like when any hobbies have like, you know, terminology that's unnecessary. Um, I mean, gorp. You've never heard that term? But that's such a dumb term. Trail mix. Everybody knows what trail mix is. Just call it trail mix. Everybody knows what gorp is, though. We can save a syllable by calling it gork. Gork or gorp? Gorp. G-O-R-P. Okay. Well, I... We're doing a show on hiking and you've never even heard of gorp? No, I've never... I literally have never even heard of that. You know what it's... uh, In New Zealand... (laughs) <laughs> when they go on their tramping uh They call it Tramp Gorp. They call it Scroggin or Schmogel. The people in New Zealand at this point are just fucking with us. Like they don't have COVID. They they are like, oh, we call it this, and then they all just giggle to each other like they think we call it this. Wait, are you accusing them of lying about COVID? Yeah. <laughs> well no, no, I'm saying they don't have it, and now they're just like rubbing it in everybody's faces by Wha- saying that they call things funny words. Yeah, it's like while well, everybody's paying attention to us, you know, and like, oh, what can we learn from New Zealand? They're like, here's a few things you can learn. We call it gulp. And it's like that's not actually helpful. I'm more afraid of snakes than bears when I'm hiking. By the way, um. I think I'm afraid of both equally. I'm also afraid of stepping in a cat hole. You know what a cat hole is? What's a cat hole, Tom? That's where you bury poop when you're hiking. Uh, if you have to poop on a hike. Have you ever pooped on a hike? I have never pooped on a hike. I rarely have to poop while camping, which I don't completely understand. I think it might be because I'm constantly de- dangerously dehydrated. But yeah. uh, I had to watch guard for a friend of ours while he was pooping. And he went, you're supposed to go pretty far off the beaten trail because you don't want to contaminate stuff. Uh, you know, drinking water or a trail or you just want to, as far as civilized society is concerned, you want to keep your poop as far away from everyone as possible. That's why we all got these pipes in our home. These th- what? These pipes to take the poop away. In where? In our homes? In our homes, yeah. It's connected to your toilet right now. Toilet? 
So I, uh, this friend of ours went off to poop and I thought he fell off a cliff for a good five minutes because it took him a while. And in retrospect, it was actually a pretty quick poop. If I had to poop that badly, well, I guess he had to poop badly. That's what I'm thinking. That I assume poop. I assume. All right, he had to shit real bad, and I assume he Crap. had to shit. Uh, if he had to shit that badly, it would happen pretty quickly. But I guess whenever I've had to do that badly, it's never been quick. Tom, on that on that hike, that fort that fourteen plus mile hike. Mm-hmm. Um, if I recall correctly. Did you run out of water? Yeah, I ran out of water because I was drinking too much water. And you were, you needed more water, right? Did you twist your ankle too? No, I didn't twist my ankle. Somebody got hurt on the way out. Um, I vaguely remember that. Not too hurt, I think then. I just remember somebody stepped up and gave you water, potentially... Yes. Saving your life. Oh, yeah, you gave me some water. Thank you. I gave you the rest of my water. We were close to the end. Actually, we thought we were close to the end. I think we were still like yeah, two or another, three like, miles away. Miles, yeah. yeah, I remember the end of that hike just being... You know what the worst part of that hike was? What's that? We woke up early in the morning and we're mm-hmm. like, men, we're going to get out there and we're going to do this. We all put on the, all this hiking gear. We brought yeah. all this stuff with us. Mm. We went in. We got, and we were all serious about it. And we did it. We came back out like you almost died of uh, <laughs> something. Somebody else Natural almost crapped himself to death, and everything. But as we we're coming back, like we still had like there was there was a uh, uh, switchback at one point. Yeah, that we were all going up. And we were coming down mm-hmm. the switchback, and we were like, oh, there's still like five miles. I'm hurting. This sucks. I want this to be over. That might be Man. what you're thinking of. Like, when I was going down that, my knees were terrible. So yeah, I, I didn't I didn't get hurt, but I did have to, like, stop a few times because I was worried that I was, that my knees were, like, literally just going to give out, and I was going to fall down a mountain. Yeah. And when we were coming out... Mm-hmm. After this arduous day of hiking, <laughs> I think I know where you're going. A man and his two little girls, probably mm-hmm. aged four and six, uh-huh. both in sundresses <laughs> yep. and sandals, uh-huh. skipping up the switchback. <laughs> yeah. And I think somebody asked, like, are you going all the way to Cloud's Edge? Was that what it was called? Cloud's Rest, yeah. Cloud's Rest. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing that. And these people, these two little girls were going to make it there probably quicker than we were. Oh, way quicker. Quicker than we made it. And and we had these packs and all these boots and, and shit. Yeah. And they were just like, la, la, la. They, were, they, were, they had jump ropes with them. They were skipping rope as they yeah, were doing they it. They stopped to play jacks. Yeah. And, and uh, we suck. We stink at stuff. Yeah. 
These little girls were running circles around us. Literally running circles around us. It was, yeah. it was, uh, and you were like, no little girls stay away from there. Our redheaded friend is crapping in the woods. <laughs> right. It will scar you for life. Look, look, either he's over there crapping or you're going to come across a dead body. Either way, you should stay out of there. Um, I also remember like, even at the end of that long hike, it wasn't even like that satisfying to like sit down. It was pretty satisfying actually to eat. But I remember thinking like, boy, I'm going to have a nice cold beer after this. And I think all of us had like three sips of beer. And it was like, oh, I can feel this poisoning my my <laughs> my body that is already so decimated. I can't even drink a beer. Yeah, I remember thinking... Maybe I should just go sit in the car for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did not want to deal with the cold of my tent that night. It was like, all this kind of sucks. And that's yeah. what, going in the woods, staying in a tiny house is pretty nice. I get the allure now. Yeah, go, I agree. Going on a much shorter hike and coming back to a tiny house where it's like, all right, oh, well, now I'm going to sleep in air conditioning on a, like, very comfy queen size bed with hotel style sheets we get and comforters. It. You just say the name of the company. I refused, Tim. They didn't pay us. If they'll pay me, even just a little bit of money, I'll tell you the name. Yeah. But but uh but yeah, it was fun. I've since found other similar type things uh that I would like to do. I like being hey, I like being outdoors, so sue me. I like being outdoors and I live in the worst place to live in if you like being outdoors. But then I also think that that's why I like being outdoors so much. I think we both like being outdoors, but not really. I think we like being in outdoors moderation. with access to being indoors within seconds if we <laughs> feel like it. I mean, that really is the best, though. If you've just got, I mean, 90% of the people listening to this podcast are like, I, yeah, I live in a house where that's possible, but we've ch chosen to live in a, a, a terrible place where you can't go outside. And then when you do go outside, outside's worse. Tom, uh, our friend, uh, Jeff uh -huh. used to live in New York. Yeah. Just moved out to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. He does a podcast with uh, his friend Chris, mm -hmm. who also lives in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Chris has been coming over to Jeff's house. They've been sitting in Jeff's backyard and podcasting. Wouldn't that be nice, Tom, sitting in the yard? You and I once a week getting together, grilling up some some veggie dogs and, 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 and doing this, drinking a couple brews. God, it would be, it'd be beautiful. It would be so much better than this. And all I was thinking is like, well, maybe we can go to a park yeah and that would be funny but like we'd both lose our nerve in like five seconds yeah. and be like eh, i don't want to talk about this dumb shit with people around i don't like people looking at me while i do this i think if we both go to a park and we get real drunk beforehand then we probably won't care yeah let's do that yeah maybe next week maybe who knows get hammered in a park yeah <laughs> we'll get escorted out of the park like families will be there and we'll be like screaming about shitting in the woods yeah hey it makes for good content and that's all that matters to me 
you like the show, you can find more at tcgte.com. Um, you can follow us on the things, Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your pal, Tim. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. And you can follow the complete guide account at TCGTE on Instagram. It's different. It's different. You get a picture of the podcast every week. I'm going to start putting up some audiograms on there. I think Ooh, it's like a telegram, but uh audio hey how do you support us become a patron we'd love it if you would you get a you get a whole extra episode every week of a show called books the podcast uh we read a a different book every few weeks talk about it and then watch the movie based on the book this uh, where we're currently covering devil in a blue dress by walter mosley mm-hmm I watched the movie this week. You can hear my thoughts about the movie, how it stacked up against Tom's description of the book that he read, which confused everybody. Look, the last week, I think it serves as a testament to how good the book was that I didn't take very good notes during uh, the last quarter of the book because I was engrossed. Sorry. And also, we, we record that show... Um, after this show every week. Yeah. So um, we've had so a few drinks. So if we're not drinks. drunk enough. We've had a few drinks, and because it's behind a paywall, um, our, 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 we have looser the, tongues the, as well. The slander runs <laughs> rampant. <laughs> so if you're interested in, in hearing uh, our unvarnished thoughts about maybe the people that uh, we were also hiking with at the time, <laughs> we we trust that they're not going to pay five bucks, so we'll talk about no. them. <laughs> I mean, those people won't even listen to this show. Exactly. Patreon.com slash complete guide, where you can find that. Yeah. Um, also, support our sponsors. We don't have any, any this week. No, maybe we're we do. doing dynamic insertion yeah, now. Yeah, all right. Tom. Oh, what a good ad that was this week. Yeah, Fram. I'll give Fram a free shout out. <laughs> Fram's great. I love Fram. Yeah. Friend.com. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's a Reddit. TCGTE, is that what it is? Yeah, that, that's a subreddit. There's a Discord. Um, Tom, should we do a thing in the Discord? Should we like go in there for an hour and answer questions or something? Sure. Uh, name a time. Name a time and place. Well, you name the place, I guess. Discord.com. This week on Discord, let's say Wednesday. Okay. 6 p.m. Eastern time? Wednesday at 6 p.m. We'll be on Wait, the no, Discord. Wait, no, hold on. That's that's probably, that's too late for our UK friends. It's 11 o'clock. That's fine. Yeah. There's a S- pandemic on. People can stay yeah. up late. Discord is complete guide. Uh, we'll We'll post the link this week. Yeah, uh, the invite link because I think you need. I haven't really been in there. Wednesday, six p.m. Eastern time. I believe that's eleven p.m. Uh, in Ireland and England and Scotland. Uh, we'll be in there. Chat cool. us up, Tom. Hiking. Mm-hmm. I think I want to like hiking more than I like hiking. I agree, but I also think. Hiking more often will make you like hiking more. 
That's true. I think being in better shape would would make me like hiking more. Yeah, because well. that's that's the thing. Like in the beginning of hiking, I'm always like, "This is great," and then by the end, I'm like, "I oh, this was a mistake. This was too ambitious of a hike for the shape I'm in." Uh, Tom? And I haven't brought trail mix on any of these hikes. This last hike I went on, it wasn't. Gorp. It wasn't that crazy, but it was maybe like two and a half, three miles round trip. And by the end of it, I was so freaking hungry, which I don't know. I guess I haven't really experienced that kind of hunger in a while because I've been at my home where there's food. (laughs) And like in the wilderness where it sucks. Well, and I didn't think to bring, you know, a granola bar or something. That's all. Well, but you I gotta think, do that. Bring plenty of food. Bring pl- plenty of water. But then you need to bring navigation tools, a first aid kit, a knife, or a multi tool in case you gotta kill someone. I had a multi tool. Oh, we haven't even talked about mountain men this whole time. <laughs> Stay clear of mountain men. That's my yeah, number that's one the hiking biggest advice. Danger on the trail. Yeah. Tom, yeah. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The the sad truth is. <laughs> We're both pushing 40. Yeah, Jesus. Do you want to make a pact to be one of those guys? To kill ourselves when we turn 40? No, no. Oh, the opposite. What? I want to be one of those guys that like becomes in shape when you've, they're 40. You've said this so many times, and I think you said it before, you tur- before both of us turned 30, too. <laughs> like- no, 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 because this is like... I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna be more gray than I am now. Probably, I think the the graying of the hair is going to accelerate in the mm. next couple of years. I'm. I just turned 38. I would love to be one of those guys that's like, man, a, Tim, a, Tim, Tim. I'm worried about Tim because like he, he's he's running too much. He's a and then silver fox. And then it's like when I'm 43 and I drop dead, they'll be like. <laughs> That's weird. He he like ran a marathon at forty one. How did he just drop dead? <laughs> well, I think they might be like it might have been that marathon. He might have pushed himself too hard. I don't know a life of inactivity followed by a marathon. I think that's what did it. But two years after the marathon, that doesn't make any sense. Sometimes it takes a marathon. I suspect murder. Right. You did have a lot of enemies thinking back. Too many enemies. Maybe I need to make peace with with some people. Including your maker. Before my 43rd birthday. Yeah, well. Well, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.